This is Magic Mall, the party spark of the J Team. Eight time extraordinaire, the Cater Raider. This is your boy Chuck C from them throwback boys. Stacks on deck. Zone 3 representative. And, and this, this is, is Atlanta, Atlanta rap, rap history. Who can't take nowhere Atlanta's going if you don't first know your history? Listen, I'm from here. It's streets, Atlanta history. We're good in my first drop. Folks is wearing socks with they flip flops. All that is part of this southern hip hop. The dirty, dirty style. Cool breeze came up with that. Before it was even cool. Biggest thing happening. What if I said Zelos hold a bit and out pass? That biggie is short house that meant pocket illusion. Sir Charles, the first pimp I ever heard say choose. When Cass said hooty who, a town was being mowed. Fast forward four years, that's when Masterpiece stole. That's when Masterpiece stole. That's when Masterpiece stole. Let's go. We back, we back, we back again. Atlanta Rap History, we're back again with another episode, man. We got a special, special, special guest tonight, man. Y'all is not going to believe it. We got a special guest tonight, Atlanta Rap History, Atlanta Rap Legend in the house tonight. Not only is he Atlanta Rap History, my partner Magic Mark in the house. What it do, what it do, Magic Mark, Paul up in this thing, man. Welcome to Raheem the Dream, man. I'm talking about A-Town Legend for real, man. Y'all just don't even know, man. You know what I'm saying? Big fan, first of all. But I most definitely like to thank them, man, for, you know what I'm saying, joining us today, being on the show, man. Oh, man, for sure, for sure. You don't spoiled it. I hadn't introduced him yet, but you don't spoiled oh, it. So in case you don't know, hey, hey, in case you don't know, we got Atlanta rap legend Raheem the Dream in the building tonight. Not only is he Atlanta rap legend, but he's Atlanta CEO legend. Put out more hits right. than most of the top CEOs that you know out there right now. Run a successful right. record label for about 25 years. Not only right, is he a legendary rapper, not only is he a legendary CEO that put on a lot of your favorite rappers. He put them on. We're going to talk about it. But he's an author. A, a uh, couple author of as well. Done wrote hey. a couple of books about the game. Philanthropist. A philanthropist. Yes, sir. A person That's that right. knows how to find the talent before the talent even know that they got talent. <laughs> in case you didn't That's know. Right. In case you is slow and just don't know. We talking about... The incredible Raheem the Dream. Yes, sir. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey. Gotta say what's up to Magic Mark, man. My dog, man. Hey, been putting it down. Got yes, sir. In the world. And my homie Chuck C, world famous throwback boy, we was on the road together for a while, man. Man, for a while, man. We gonna talk about mm -hmm. it. We gonna talk about it. But this is yes, a lot of rap history. And we started this show because we wanted the people to know the history. And, yes. and if you look it up, if you look up, if you look it up, and you look up old school Atlanta rap, outcasts gonna come up. But we know yeah. that Atlanta uh -huh. rap go way before Outkast. <laughs> way before Outkast. Way before Outkast. Yeah. 
So it was hey, important hey, that we yeah. made this show to be able to let the people know the real history and the reason why the Atlanta rap scene is so tall. Right? I said yes. this with Shadi. You look at a building, right? A building be mm -hmm. real tall. And yeah. the reason, and the only reason a building could be real tall is because it got a strong foundation. Yes, sir. It got to have a strong foundation in order for it to be tall. And the only reason that the Atlanta rap game is tall right now is because the foundation that Raheem the Dream put down in Atlanta. That's right. That's right. Look, that's right. They're standing on our shoulders. They're standing on our shoulders in the game. Yes, sir. We the foundation. Oh, definitely yours. Most definitely yours. And the next rapper. And the next rapper. And the next rapper. So, so we. You know, we had to put the pavement down. It was just dirt road. Yeah. We had to put, we laid the concrete down and put the road so these artists know where to go. Yeah. You That's know? right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We That's had, right. To, had to put that pavement down, man, and, and, and then start building them blocks, man, them houses and, and, and them cars so everybody know which direction to go, where to take my record, where to go. You know, because radio at that time, if we want to jump into it, radio was totally different than it is today. Right. We only had like RB. A lot of people don't know we had AM stations. Mm -hmm. It was it wasn't even V103. It was WAOK and WIGO. Mm. Watch out now. Watch out now. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> remember, because because you remember it was a time with you remember it was a time when V103 bragged about. Not playing no rap. They had the no rap work day. Yes, exactly. And and as a matter of fact, they isolated rap, at least Atlanta artists. They put us on Friday night, called a Friday night fresh party. Friday night fresh party. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. to 12 midnight. Two hours of now, rap. Now, wasn't that with Darren Fears? Darren wasn't that Darren Fears? was the host. Yep, Darren yes, Pierce yes, and uh, then Ryan Cameron. So uh, in the daytime, you would hear the Fat Boys. You would hear uh, Run DMC, LL Cool J. You would hear Houdini. You know, you would hear Dougie Fresh. That's it. Mm. You, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear no Raheem and Shadi and Mojo and Sam and Sam and mm. Kilo except for Friday night. And mm. you got to wait so from 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. to hear Oh man, that's right. So, so we want to go back to the beginning. This Atlanta yeah. rap history, we want to go back yeah. to the beginning. Okay, my homeboy checking in. We want to go back All to the right. beginning. Tell me about this guy right here, Mojo. Tell the people who is Mojo. Well, just in case you didn't know, they call me Mojo. I was the first rapper in Atlanta to get a song played on the radio. What was that song? Let Mojo handle it. Yeah! Yeah! What do yeah. that guy mean to Raheem the Dream? That is a friend of mine, legendary Mojo. 
And I'm going to tell, tell you a story about Mojo. My sister told me about Mojo. They went to uh, summer school together. Mm. So he was at Washington High School. So during his 11th grade transition to 12th, he was in summer school with my sister now. So mm. she said, it's a guy named Mojo. He rapped every day in the hallway in the whole school to come around <laughs> and listen to him rap. And I, so I was hearing the story about him. So my daddy had a club that was a mile away from Mojo's school. He had a club on the corner of Martin Luther King and Ashby. Mm. And uh, Mojo went over there to see if he could rent my daddy's building to throw a party. My daddy said, well, I hear you kind of know, so you don't have to rent it. How about we just split the door in half? So Mojo said, okay, cool. Mojo pulled a crowd of 600 people to my daddy's club on a mm. Friday night. Mm. At the club, my daddy said, Whoever this guy is, he can get my club anytime. So I'm at my daddy's club. I'm chilling. So my daddy said, Mojo, when you get through, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to drive my son home. It was uh, I, I lived over uh, in, in Ben Hill at the time. So Ben Hill, Ben Real. Ben Hill, Ben Real for a long time. So Mojo drive me home, and he on the expressway. And I did not know he was a drum major in, in the band at Washington High School. Washington High. Beating on the steering wheel. Beating on the steering wheel and doing a rap all the way mm. to my house. Mm. I'm just looking at this man like, wow, I want to do this one day. <laughs> they putting the rhymes together. And uh, we, we exchanged numbers. And I, I said, you know what? I'm going to start writing me some raps like that. Mm. So I was hearing him on the radio uh, soon after he came out with a record. So now I said, that's that guy that drove me home. That's the guy that drove me home. We got a record out. So I started working on my raps. And my first rap was about the model bus, you know. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm rapping about I jump on the bus. I pay my fare. I look at the driver like I just don't care. I go to the back and I take a seat. I see a young lady that I like to meet. Uh -huh. my rap back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Hey, model. Marta got a lot of stuff going, boy. I tell you, that Marta, man, yeah. you know, that, that's like, you yeah. know, that's like the mega of Atlanta, that Marta bus, man. A lot of stuff happened yeah. to Marta, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and speaking of the model, that's where I met T-Balls was on the bus coming home from school mm. like I was. And I had some 12-inch records, 12-inch vinyls of the Raheem the Dream. I gave her one. You know how mm. we get promo uh, CDs out? I gave her a 12 inch. Right. You were having to take a 12 inch home because you know you, you had yeah. that, uh, big stereo. Yeah. Uh, room with the TV on it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know nothing hey, about that right here. Yeah. They don't know about the 12 inch, man. Yeah, just a little wow. bit. It's wax, man. Yeah. It's wax. You wasn't hitting you had no 12 inch vinyl then. Right. Yeah. So, so so this is so when Mojo dropping his song, this 1984. So Raheem is still Mojo, okay, still yeah, in high school. Yeah, 83. 83. Oh, 83, not 84. Yeah. Yeah, he graduated in 82. Mm -hmm. Break it out the year after that. So, 83. Uh, yeah. so so, so Mojo, at this time you still at Thorough High. Yeah, I'm at Thorough High School. And where, so Mount what is Raheem doing at Thero High at this time? I'm rocking the pet rallies and the talent shows. Okay. Pet rally for the game starts. I'm the host of the pet rally. They give me the mic. I tell the band what to play. They mm. play it's like that real slow. Mm. Boom. 
And I'm talking about the seniors, the juniors, the sophomores. So I'm cranking it up for the game that night. Mm. You know, and then after the part, after the god doggone game, I'm throwing the after party. I rent Landry Mom's clubhouse. I'm charging ladies a dollar to get in, two dollars for the guys. Three dollars for that's right. after 12. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. I back then. Mm-hmm. And then I got DJ Toop on the turntables and I'm on the mic. DJ Toon, talk about that, man. Now, we talking about DJ Toon, and I'm glad you brought that up, because we talking about around 85, 86. We talking about DJ Toon. Now, if you look up DJ Toon, if you Google him, they go go talk Mm. about T.I., which didn't come out the way in the late 90s, almost 2000. Or they could be talking about Shadi. Or they could be talking about Shadi that had DJ Toon. Mm-hmm. Yep, because I had two in 84, 85, 86, and then he got with Shadi in 88 with that Come and Correct album in 88. He got with uh, uh, Luke and T.I. and all them later because T.I. came out in 2004. Mm. So he got with T.I. in 2000 and did that uh, 2000. Years right, so years That's later, we talking rap about history. That's a lot of rap history. history. Yes, sir. Yeah. History. But not so bad. But let me ask you this right here. Let me ask you this right here about that Mojo record, right? Okay. Now, your first record I noticed you had was um, the Raheem the Dream song. Now, you had two different versions of that song. Now, the first version of it kind of sound almost like uh, party, (laughs) like almost Mojo kind of inspired. (laughs) <laughs> Until he came back with that right hand to drink with the hard knock beat for the trunk on yeah, that second yeah, version yeah. of Right. That so, was that inspiration mojo to that first that, that first well, Raheem, you know, sing. We talking about this well, one right here. That's the second one. I told you. I had it I wrong. told you, Chuck. See? He told me. He told me. I thought this was the original. Now, the real, now that was, that's the remake. That's when I stayed in College Park. Oh, God. Okay. That's why I rapped about that in that song. The first one was uh, with the uh, 12 inch vinyl with uh, DJ Toon. He drew them turntables on there and had some hands up like this. And then that that's right. Was play it. Harder. Play it, Chuck C. Play that with Chuck yeah, C. Now that's the Raheem that we remember. Yes, yeah. that was right there with Tether Club up. When they came on, every man, time, whatever you were doing, you went to the floor. You were like, every time, oh. every time, every time. <laughs> yep. and, 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 yes, and sir. We added two drum beats at the same time. Like we start off, boom, ah, oh, oh, ah, oh, oh, ah, oh. Then the record build up. Then we dropped the, the DMX and that, that, that beat. They like that. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up. I'm, I'm glad, glad you cleared, cleared that up. That up. That's a I was piece, wrong. <laughs> hey, one thing about Chuck C, I'm big enough to say when I'm wrong, I was wrong. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. But what happened? That's right. That's uh, all good. And and you could tell if you listen to the rap, I had got more seasoning polished on the second one. Mm. On the one with uh, I live in college park, take a trip to the hip with a zazzazah. So I'm rapping all smooth here on that first one. I was just cutting that scratch, scratching, cutting. I was like, just going in. Right. So, That's right. So after listening yeah. to Raheem the Dream and listening to. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, oh yes, he did. Huh? It won't be a right hand green show without a nail, baby. Sucker. I did and I can't. You're a witness. Thank you. But only one man, because I'm your one Professional you. Professional you. My vocal cords are very strong because I drink orange juice. Oh, y'all heard it right here live. Y'all heard it. Now, that's a piece of vinyl. That's a piece of vinyl that I purchased myself, man. Had to have Actually, yeah. I took that record to DJ Kizzy Rock House, and we mixed it with everything that we can possibly think of to come up with the mixing with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. That was that him, man. That Eliminator, I, we was putting the 12-inch out at a time, right? We put Raheem the Dream mm -hmm. out. We rocking the club. And then I'm feeling the moment. I'm like, you know what? What's going on right now in 1987? LL Cool J came out with I'm bad. Yes, 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 yes. I said, uh oh, we got something for that. I'm bad. Uh -oh. I'm mm. an illuminator. Yeah. So we would listen to the, to the radio. We say, we got to compete with these New Yorkers because that's all they're playing on the radio. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I can sit down and write something. Give me a killer beat. So, Mike Fresh. Mike Fresh. Mike yeah. Fresh. Shout out Mike Fresh. Yeah. That name came up a lot in the yeah. ID interview. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Mike, Mike Fresh, Fresh was yeah. like the man in fresh of the uh uh uh, exactly. uh like the Dr. Dre. He sure was. Back. He was our Dr. Dre. Yeah. This man right. went in the studio and I said, I want a beat to make you frown when you hear it. Uh when the when, when I spit the lyrics, I'm gonna be looking like that. I'm gonna mm. be looking like that, right? So I, said, I, I got something for them, man. They they want to battle. They 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 bad and all that stuff. We got something for them. Atlanta got some rap too. So yeah, I said, well, that's I right. I did it. That's right. And you're a witness and be doubtful. But only one man. I'm your rhyme connoisseur, professional use of vocal cords and very strong because I drink orange juice. juice. Yeah, 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 yeah so, for real. So I was representing Atlanta from that. Uh, Mm. You know, yes, sir. So, so yes, sir. We and we appreciate that. Yes, we were getting mad respect <laughs> from all the New Yorkers that was coming down. They like, damn, you going off? Hey, and That's that right. was a hard song. And I'm and I'm glad yeah. I didn't even have to ask, but you brought up the reason behind the song and everything like that. That was that was a mm. hot song. And and so y'all yes. drop you like you said you was dropping the the singles first. Y'all drop yes. drop the uh, right in the dream single. You come back with the yep. Eliminator single, Eliminator. and then it's it's yep. um it, it it's not until you dropped the first album in what year? Uh that was eighty 
1989. What about this album right here? That was Grand Theft. That I think that's the one that was 8889. That was on um on Arvis Records. Arvis Records. Arvis Records. He the one put out. Same label as Kilo. Yeah. So, uh, Arvis Records put that out, and then he got Kilo in 90 and put him out in 90. 91. Okay. 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 And, and that's the year that I started my own label in 91. In so 91. Arvis Records from 86 to 90. So okay. I, man, you know what? I need to put my own record out. I need to put my own record out so I can write my own checks to me. <laughs> yeah, like, and you did that, sir. I was looking on record sales. I need to pay rent. I need a car. I need to get around. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, just come on by. How much you need? No, how much I'm selling? <laughs> exactly. How much I, I got, How much right. you owe me? <laughs> right. So I said, I said we're cool. We're friends. We're brothers. But I got to do my own record label and because and, I, I want to know what I'm spending and what I'm making on the record. So when I put my very first album out, it blew my mind. My first check was $12,500. And I had spent like $1,500 on, on printing. And I made a whole $11,000 profit. I said, whoa, mm. this the kind of money we can make? So I started That's doing right. my own 12 inches, my own cassettes, you know, I was, <laughs> I, was I was talking about like that. Yeah. You, I'm Let me ask you something about that. Let yeah. me ask you something about the cassette. About the cassette. Okay. Yeah. Now, how much of your entrepreneurship would you say that uh, Edward J might have played a little part in the bit that he was selling cassette for a nifty at 1350 for a 90 minute Ooh. rocket 10. So, woo, back then Ooh, now. Killing them with that. He was killing them with that. You walk in his store, and he got about 50 uh, cassette players together. Everybody just hitting pause, taking the pause button up off everything. <laughs> yeah, flip it. And then when it gets to the end, you flip it over and hit play and record again. <laughs> oh, my God. That was I worked in the shop. That was entrepreneurship oh right there. That man had I seen two it, shops. Two shops. I'm watching you walking out of his you got people in line saying, I want pillar base one. I want this two. I want this three. I mean, all kind of stuff. I'm like, whoa, this man got oh. five or six, seven DJs in that mix. They're in the back room. They're in the yeah. back room. Like, in the back room. In the back room. <laughs> yeah. Look, waiting on that tape to get finished so they can buy that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, I, I, be, I want five. I'll be back in about 40 minutes. Mm. Oh, Real talk. Real that talk, it, man. Yeah, so what what did it mean to have your record put on a um a J team um tape? Oh, it was wonderful. It was a compliment, and then we we talked to Elba J about it, which was so cool because we said, Jake, you know, we selling music too, right? We selling cassettes too, so don't put all of our songs on <laughs> on yours because. They'll just buy yours and be riding out. He <laughs> say, no problem riding here. You know, I got your dream team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so he would put like a verse and a hook on it. I was like, perfect. That's like the radio mix show. Mm. So people like it. They they go by the hole. And, and then right. that was there by like, he say, bring me 25 of them cassettes on over right here. Because we got people coming in the door asking for it. So he would not only have us on his mixtape, 
he will be selling mine in the store too. Wow. And he'll buy from us wholesale. Wow. Yep. Wow. That, 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 the entrepreneur That's stuff. That's a Atlanta rap history. Atlanta, Atlanta yes, been yes. on the entrepreneur stuff. People be thinking it started with QC. It ain't started with QC. Oh, no way. <laughs> it ain't started <laughs> with QC, man. This this is why we have to have a show. Yeah, they were they ran our age back then, and much success and blessings to all them that's earning money from the career and music business that we started, that we began in the early early eighties. Yes, yes, yeah, that's like for sure. Eating. That's that building we were talking about. That's that, that building. building we was talking about. That's how yeah, I got. That's, that's how y'all was able to go to that top floor is because the foundation yeah. was built. Yes, it was already built. It wasn't shaky. It wasn't wobbly. It wasn't it was wobbly. Gone and gone straight on up. We got escalators for y'all and elevators now. <laughs> so that's then, right. that's right. Real talk, talk to us about this album right here. Ooh, that was my baby right there. That you better ask somebody. Album. Yeah, that was my first album on my own label. Wow. Okay. Okay. The label was, I think it was RTD Records, which stands for Raheem the Dream. RTD yep. Records, yeah. Uh, okay. And why was why was the label? Why did you choose that label? Well, I, I that started cover. my own label. That cover uh, with the silhouette. Yeah, what with the silhouette was, instead of having yourself. Because it was a picture of me that was real popular, and I was uh, it was my very first when when I was on uh. Arvis Records. If you pick up that cover, the album was called The Original. Right oh. in the Dream, The Original. And it was in me in full color. And all I did was take that picture and made a silhouette of it for my own album. Okay. 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 Yeah. So that's okay. like your firstborn. Yeah. That's like your firstborn child, kind that's of to say. Right. And, and, <laughs> and that's that that was the album. I think when I really got on the Raheem the Dream on that album uh -huh. right there. Uh -huh. And and so I want to talk to you about Atlanta, right? So you, yeah. you made a song called We Wear Short Shorts. Cause at the time <laughs> the women in Atlanta were wearing short shorts. You yeah. had another song called She Wear That Halter Top. May she make that Woo! traffic stop when she wear that halter top. Hey, hey, yeah. but don't get me started. <laughs> Because at the time the women were wearing the halter tops, they were freaknik crazy in Atlanta. Freaknik crazy, and so yes, sir. And that was the soundtrack. Yep, I had to make songs for the soundtrack. If you got one hundred and sixty thousand <laughs> girls in Atlanta and all of them got halter tops and short shorts on, I got to make a song about what's going on in Atlanta. So tell right. me, I'm, I'm glad you said that. What was going on in Atlanta that made you write this song right here? Now me at, at that time it was a pandemic of 
robbing, jacking. Everybody <laughs> was carjacking, and they wanted your shoes, your clothes, your skirt, like. your car. <laughs> yeah, they hey, Star jacking. Yeah, they want your skirt <laughs> kit off your car. Mm. Say, you want my kit too? Like, yeah, get up out. Hey, Not- and then and then I told him on that phone, third verse. I say, uh, you a girl? That's fucked up. You in trouble too. Too, yeah. That's too. right. Yeah. Oh, they were robbing girls too. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. And you yeah, talked about the verse two, you talked about the carjacking. You even put the game in about how they bump you in the back and you jump out the car yeah. like, hey man, why you hit my car? And then they robbed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think that y'all want to pull out some car insurance stuff, paperwork, and call the police to help solve it? No. They bump the key so they can go and rob you. Hey, That's right. Now, now me being when I first heard this song, I was in the army. My friend, um, yep. my best friend Fudge, he was from Atlanta. I'm in the army. He he played this tape, and all I want to uh-huh. hear is this one song right here. I'm stuck on that jackety jackety jack until he can get that brand new starter ski hat. I just rewinding it and rewinding it, and they mad like stop rewinding the tape, and I'm rewinding it because all I want to hear is that jackety jackety jack. <laughs> and at the time I didn't understand it because I'm I wasn't from Atlanta at the time. I didn't yeah, live in Atlanta. Yeah. I didn't understand about yeah. robbing for clothes. We robbed for money and yeah. then go buy some clothes. But my friend <laughs> that was in the army with me, he explained to me about the starter jackets and the shoes yeah. and how you would get robbed yeah. for the starter jackets and certain hats and certain jackets. Yeah. Raiders a Raider starter jacket you couldn't wear. They was gonna take it. Georgia hey, Tech. You could not be fly. You could not be fly with that stuff, man, because somebody looking at it is like, I ain't got to go buy it if I can get it from you. Mm. You know, yeah. That's right. All, the jackets, yep. hats, all that stuff. You couldn't be walking around like that. Now, speaking you on being fly. fly, speaking on being fly, because this Atlanta rap history, we talking about the history. Talk to me about yeah. this group. They was called the, the Preps. The Preps? Was that a dance group? The guys that used to walk around that they used to dress like uh with the polo. They said they was real famous for taking your girl in Atlanta back in the days. <laughs> the preps. You talking about the polo clad pants? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. polo preps. I remember hearing of those guys. I remember hearing about the preps because they had a lot of little dressed up groups uh, that that be dressed up. They had a little hairstyle, sticking straight up, pressed up. And, and nice big outfits, man. So we had so much fashion and so much influence in Atlanta, man. Dance groups, oh, rappers, R&B, singers, DJs, everything came from Atlanta. Yes, right. Like Real talk. Real talk. And Real that's talk. why we wanted to make this show, to let them know yeah. where it started from. Just like the intro said, you know what I'm saying, when the outcasts made hootie who. Atlanta was yeah. being molded. Fast forward a couple yeah. of years, and that's when Master P stole it. And, and if you don't know, you would think Master P came up with the who to who. Exactly. If you didn't have your history, that was that was that Call of the wild, call of the wild, baby, call of the wild. And also on that third album, you also had this hit featuring MC Shadi. We wear short shorts. If you dare wear 
That's how you get them dollars. He was giving you instructions on how to get them dollars. When you put them on, pull them up. Pull them up. That's how you get them dollars. Yeah. Now, who produced that? Who produced that track? DJ Bo DJ oh, Bonet. Yeah. Oh, 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 man. One of the original A-Town players. Original A-Town, A-Town players. players. Also yeah. with the J-Team, right? Also started yeah. out with the J-Team. Yeah. Well, well, he, 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 yeah, he was from the, he was from the South Side. He was at a um, record store that was called, um, what was that record store uh, over by Greenbrier? Super Sound. Uh, Super Sound. Super sound, okay. Yeah. You know that with Theo. So with Theo, mm. look like Easy mm-hmm. E. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, you know what I'm talking about, Raheem. You know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but right, he was affiliated. He was affiliation of the J team. Yeah. Okay. But DJ yeah. Bonet, man, well, well, you know, he came from like how we came from, man. The whole distribution of records, man, and DJ yeah. scratching and cutting, and um, they yeah. formed the the um the A town players. Which yeah, was uh, DJ Bonet, Kizzle, and Puncho. And, yep. and I was honored to be on their first album, man. I did three skits on that album, man. Yeah. Wow. Yep. You did a good job, man. Yeah, everybody cracking up, man. <laughs> hey, this Atlanta <laughs> rap history. Yeah. That's yep. right. Put them on first. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people yeah. wanted them to come back with another album together. Mm. No. Yeah. They, they sounded real good together. They were yeah. a perfect little team. Everybody could do something in that team. Right, right. So so right. your next album, you came out with this album right here, Raheem the Dream, Tight to Death. Yes. Now, this was the beginning of Tight to Death, the record label. This the beginning of the CEO. Yes. This the beginning of the entrepreneurship. Yes. This is when you found your groove. Yep. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I, when I got through making the album, I said, you know what, man? I think I think we're done. And I think this album is tight to death. He said, "What?" That's and right. I started saying "tight to death," and I said, "Matter of fact, I'm gonna name the label tight to death." I changed it from uh, RTD Records to Tight to Death Records. Wow. Okay. Now, would that be your second child? Would you would, would consider your second child your second baby? Yep, that was my second baby. I said "tight to death" records, and I'm still with "tight to death" records to this day. If you see it in the background. I still got it to this day. To this day. To this day. To this day, man. We talking about 30 some years in the game. Yep. 34 years. 34 years in the game. I bought my first Raheem Bless, man. tape. Bless. I bought my first Raheem <laughs> tape in 1988. And yep. I bought yep. I bought it in 1988. I bought a mm-hmm. Raheem tape in 2000. 20. Uh oh. I bought a Raheem tape in 2020. 2020. I bought the first one in 86, 88, and I bought this this one right here in 2020. And tell them Mm. how we upgraded on them. We upgraded. We say, I don't know about a guy cassette player, Raheem. I said, I know that why I put a USB. Oh, watch out now. 
We put Watch in. out now. <laughs> yeah. See, this the decoy for your kids. This to yeah. make your kids don't mess with it. Your kids ain't going to want to mess with no cassette. I know leave that stuff alone. That's that old stuff from the ages. Get out of there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's innovative, man. That's yes. very innovative, man. About the only artist or the first one that done that out of independent and major artists. And okay. The, yeah. That's the mm -hmm. that's the beauty right. part about it is you took it back to the tape. You took yes. it back to the yes. tape. It's so many no rappers problem. out here. It's so many rappers done drop hundreds of mixtapes, but they ain't got nail tape, period. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got nail tape. They got hey, you hit them when you said that. They be like, I'm dropping a mixtape, right. but it don't be a mixtape. Raheem got a mixtape. Got a tape. Raheem That's right. Tape. But, yeah. but you know what, Raheem? Even when they make yeah. a mix CD, what do they call yeah. it? Mixtape. Mixtape. <laughs> they still call it mixtape to this day. Still to this <laughs> day. Let me get one of the mixtapes off for you. Still to this day. That's right. Still to this mm -hmm. day. And on that album, yeah. that album, you came out with this song. Now that was a hot song. That thing was banging in the club, and yeah. it was making it change the game. Yes, I, I had to go and put it right out there because girls were trying to keep it a secret. Although eight out of ten of them was doing it, they were like, Shh. "I'm like, no, A G A D. A nigga don't like it. It must be crazy. Got to be. <laughs> Got to be. And you know what's so slick about that rapper right there? What's so slick about that record? See, like he yeah. kind of was kind of like a little prince in fluids, and you know all the lady little prince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite. That era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was listening. I was listening to uh, Prince, and and I'm gonna tell you who else I combined both of them. That Prince, he had a song. Uh, head. Mm-hmm. He yeah, had a song called Yeah, he did. I said, for those who had caught up the Prince, I'm going to do it on the rap style. So that's what made <laughs> Yeah. And Go get him, right here. Go get him. That was yeah, genius. I was into Prince. And that, that's how I made, uh, well, you'll probably get into it later. That's how I came Yeah, we get to that one. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so after that. So after that album, and you got the Titan for Life, you got the label going. You you in your groove. You 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 found your spot. You say these these yeah. lady records. I don't found my spot. I got these yeah. club records. They banging. It's yeah. working for me. I'm not trying to change. Yeah. Do what other people doing is working for me. And then you come yeah. out with this album right here. Ooh. And this album right here, when you was really you was full fledged when you came out with this album. And this the yep. album where the world got a chance to actually yep. see Raheem Dream. Yep. Yep. There you go. 
Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That, 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 we finally yeah. seen Raheem the Strength. Yes, sir. Real Dapper player. Wow. You a real Dapper man. <laughs> wow. In the world. That's that, 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 that girl. I'm throwing them right back. Yes, sir. Now the world is man. We were hearing it. We was hearing Raheem the Dream, but now yep. we get to see Raheem the Dream. You get to see him. Yep. This is BT. That record was so big, I had got a deal with a label out in California. I got a, a, a breakaway, breakaway type of death record deal. Mm -hmm. And they shot me a nice piece of money, and they shot the video. And I said, y'all okay. got to do me one more favor. I got a female on my label, and she can sing. Her name is Miss Nika. Miss Nika. They gave me a hundred bands to put her album together. So I called Nika one day. I said, girl, you know I'm going to take you with me. Uh, she said, hey. We just chilling and having little wings and stuff. I showed her a check with her name on it. I, I, wrote, I gave it to her in the envelope. It had five zero comma zero zero zero. Mm. Oh my God! That's a life changer. Nineteen years old. Nineteen years old. That's a life changer, right there, man. Fifth right now, and I said I'm gonna take in the studio with some musicians, start working on your album because they're gonna put you out too. And the the good and the bad thing with that label, I got the deal. They put Beautiful Girl out. They start putting Freak No More out. They recorded Nico's album, and the label, the label folded. Whoa. And the owner of the label, he was known, his name was David Mishery. I didn't know his background. They said this is like his eighth record label in the last seven years. I'm like, what? They said, yeah, his daddy is rich and he get to go hang with, with all the CEOs of the record labels and play golf. While he playing golf with them, he make a deal while they playing golf. Mm. And they give him three million, four, five million, and he go get different artists across the world and give you your your, uh, bu your your budget and everything. But he don't tell you I'm gonna close <laughs> and I'm gonna open up another record label before two when Tupac died mm. and uh, Biggie died. He started being the CEO of a uh, Suge record label. Wow! Did you know that? No, uh, it's uh, history. Uh, we getting the history. Yes, of Death Row. He mm. was running Death Row Record. I say, damn, we were just on his label three years ago. Now mm. he running Death Row Records. Wow! Like, wow. Yeah, he, he, they say he do that. He he get bored. He make he make some millions and go to another label and get another five million. Mm. Close that down. Go get another five million. They said that's his track record. Wow. Wow. Well, let but, me say this, yeah. Raheem. Let me say this, man. Yeah. I think that's still yeah. a big record to this day. Because yeah. I think if you it put is. that on in any club, man, and I'm going to tell yeah. you what I think what record was influenced by that record. It was a record that a rapper yeah. named B.O.B. did. Oh, yes. 
with huh? him singing on huh? his joint. Yes. Huh? You're absolutely right. Because that beautiful girl okay. is a huge record to this very day. When I do that in concert, the crowd loses. They sing it word for word. Yes. Big song. In 90, that record was in 98. Number one song. Wow. Yep. And my son. It got feeling to it, man. With that singing, it got feeling to it, man. It just it get in your spirit, man, and touch your bones and yeah. stuff. You did. So that's was and, a, a great record. Talk about who on sung on that. I'm gonna tell you now. I had <laughs> signed five boys, man. They were 19 years old. And they was my group. They was called Guess Who? The lead singer of it was Terrius the Dream Nash, the big singer mm -hmm. RB star. Who wrote Rihanna's wow. umbrella song? Who wrote Mariah Carey's song? Yes. Who had his own huge record, and he called himself the Dream as well. And, and it's from Raheem the Dream. He Raheem is the, the Dream, dream named after Raheem the Dream. Man, yep, you have flowed so lady. much, man. A whole lot. Mm -hmm. So Since that foundation of that building, the man. We talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about. This is why the building is so strong. Yes, this is why the building exactly. is so tall because of the foundation yep. that Raheem the Dream laid. This is why the Atlanta yep. building is so tall because yep. the strong the dream continues. Yep, putting out solid artists. So solid, at the same time, artists. at the same time, you got a number one record out. And yep. you you're doing your thing. You got your own label. You 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 just focusing on yourself. But then you had a uh -huh. picnic. And all of a sudden, somebody say, hey, man, can I rap for you? Tell me about uh -huh. that. Yeah, I was at my uh, my first son's, uh, well, my second son's mother. I was at her brother's birthday, and they was cooking, and everybody just jamming. I'm in the living room chilling because, you know, all of them, like, probably, like, about eight years younger than me. So I'm just over there with my son's mother. That's her brother having a party. So they out there jamming and stuff. This rapper come in there, say, I'm going to holler at you, Rob. I said, yeah. He said, I do a little rap, too. I said, you do a little rap, too? He said, yeah. I'm going to let you hear a little something. I thought he was going to pop on some music. Dude start beating on his chest like a drum machine. I'm talking about all the sounds a drum machine make. It was on his chest. And then he started he start screaming, left, 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 right, left, get on up. Forward, forward. He said, y'all need Yes, big record, he, big record. When he wrapped that in the living room, he said, I got some more. He let me have some more, but I still had that on my mind. I said, right. I'll call you tomorrow. Give me a number. I got his number. I went and picked him up. I went over a uh, twin production house who had Shawty Red. They were managing Shawty Red. Shawty Red was 15 years old. I went oh, shout out to twin production. Shout, shout out to twin, twin production. Shawty Red. Yeah. Shawty Red, 15 years old. We went in the living room. He had a drum machine sitting right there, big old speakers in there. Twin production already had all the equipment. And I said, I got drummer. Let him hear that rap. Drummer stopped beating on his chest. And then he was doing the rap, and he was making the beat up right there. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. I, guys, I got to make a lot of runs. That's what I was telling him. I got to make some runs. I'll be right back. I come back. Then he did four songs mm -hmm. in the living room mm -hmm. right there. 
Wow. Best word. What y'all want to eat? They said, we want whatever, whatever. So I said, I'm going to go get y'all something to eat. I'll be back. Two days, drummer had done nine songs to the album. This man finished his album in two days. Mm, so mm, we mm, went in the mm, studio without a beat. I took him in the studio and recorded. This man recorded in one week. Mm, we had his album ready. Wow. I put left, right, left out. We were selling 10,000 records a week. A week? 10,000 cassette CDs a week. They was like, that's incredible. I hit number two on the billboard. You look on the billboard, have like Warner Brothers, Capitol Records, uh, Atlantic Records, all them. And then at number two, that bad boy say tight to death. They say, who the hell is that? That guy got to be selling to be on the billboard. I ain't had no video. Right. He, mm. They say, who in the hell is selling like this without a video? And I wasn't even nationwide. I was selling in Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee, three states, 10000 a week. They say, we have got to have that record. Mm. Every label in the country was looking for me. Mm. So everywhere wow. I was going, when the label finally called me on the phone, I'm on the phone with him. He said, yeah, this is uh, Mike Karen from Atlantic Records. He said, man, where, where will you be at this week? Give me your schedule. I done been the last three cities y'all been to. Every time I get there, they say, y'all just left. Mm. They had him wow. flying everywhere to get in touch with me. I told him my free days, he said, give me y'all names. I'm flying y'all to New York. We're going to do this deal. We got to do a deal with y'all. Mm. I gave him the names. We went up there. They came in the office. They had Welcome to Atlantic, had drummer pictures everywhere, drummer name, mm. and had people lined up. This is your promotion team. This is your video team. This is the vice president. This is your pop market. They had them ready for us. When they said, we're wow. not leaving. Let me leave New York without doing a deal. Let's go. Let me take you to the money man, the check man, man who cut the check. Mm. So we went in that mm. room, and he was so smart. He said, what's your lawyer's number? I called my lawyer on the three on the conference call, and he said, "I'll take it from here, Rock." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they so let me ask you: Was Shouter Red? Shouter Red was that the first track he actually produced there? Yep, yep. That was the first. He, he did drummer's whole album, but left, right, left. Oh wow! Because he, yep, he went on to do um Young Jeezy the uh Trap or Die Young Jeezy. Right. So, so yep. then again, you had the forefront, man, of uh, put some yep. stuff together, man, that make. Come yep. on, man. At the beginning. Come on, bro. <laughs> at the beginning. Come on, man. So, so since every, we talking every, about we talking about being at the beginning, right? Uh, after after you met Drama, and remember yeah. gave him the name Drama. Tell him about that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I named him that. I said, uh, he, I said, what name you go by? He said, I ain't got a name yet. Name just Terrence Cook. He wasn't even saying drummer no way. I said, you know what, dog? You're going to be called so much drummer when we come out. Your name going to be drummer, and your first album going to be called Cause Call So Much Drama. Yeah, yeah, drama. Now, after that, and that was big. That was big. Yep. After yep. that, you met a person named Dewan. Before, I, 
before I named him, I named him uh, Dro. I said, because he was going by the name DeWan Hart. He put that on his record. I said, no, dog, you that fire. You Dro. And I'm going to name That's right. Album. I got that Dro. And so, there you go, go again. And there you go. Grand Hustles on Young Dro. Yes. Show the lane. Come on, man. Come on now. And listen now. This before Rocky Road. This before T.I. Yeah, before T.I. had Rocky Road, I had Dro fresh out the gate. I put Dro record out. That was his very first record. And I took him on the road. I had the tight enough band done up. And put Young Dro and uh, some more guys on that. I know you got some surprise, so I ain't gonna tell their names. Yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. got, so, I like how you got your work done. <laughs> I like how your homework laid out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that Dro, Dro, yeah, I remember that band. Yeah, that that <laughs> yeah. I remember that band. And and Dro had made a big impact with that little buddy. He had another song called Yes Sir. That was yes, that was sir. doing some things. That Yes yeah. Sir was yeah. doing some things. After that, you found another person. They don't know about this one. Hey, Now, before That's anybody crazy. knew, bef way before he saw spaceships on Bankhead, <laughs> <And that's laughs> where he, he told you to take your life in Taffy, <laughs> way before he said, I bet you can't do it like this, he was screaming, tight for life. Tight for life. Talk about it. Talk about it. That was one of my one of my most energetic artists. I mean, he was doing that wild dance and stuff back then, but he he didn't make no songs about it at that time. He was saying, when I saw Fable the other week, he said, "Man, I was up there trying to make that hard gangster stuff. You've been telling us long time ago, make them songs about about them girls, man. Make them dance, the ladies. Make them." He said, "You told us that, Rock." He said, "It took me goddamn 10, 15 years to, to find out that that was it." It mm. was right on the mm. money. Right and on the money. Now because of those songs you told me I should have been making. Hey, man. The right, hey. That's some Atlanta rap history, history for you right there, We're getting the history right here. <laughs> We're getting the history tonight. Then, so yeah. after after those two, and, and before I say this, much love, much love to these people. It's no hate. Yes. Much love yes. to these people. But after that, yes. you had this group right here. Woo! Now I want the people to look at that. I want the people to look at that real close. Yes. I want you to look at the top and we'll see what it say. It say Raheem Presents. That's right. I want y'all to look right. at that close. That's the CD. That's the actual CD right there. I want y'all to look at that close. It say Raheem Presents. Franchise. Yes. yes. White tea. Absolutely. White tea. Slang him a white tea. Bang him a white tea. All white in the club spitting game him a white tea. Swept the whole country. Swept the whole country. 
Mm. I got them a mm. deal with uh, Universal Records. Uh, okay. Let me tell you what's so funny. Universal called me a week after I did Atlantic deal with Drummer. Mm. And I said, I just did a deal. They said, oh, my God. Next time you get somebody hot, hit me up. So this time, White T's got hot. They, I called them. And, uh, well, they had a, uh, this is the funny part. They had an A&R guy call me. He said, yeah, Raheem, I'm calling from Universal. Want to do a deal with you on, on White T's. I said, yeah, send me the proposal. He said, what's your email? He sent me the po proposal. Soon as I saw one zero zero come, I started laughing. I died laughing. I died laughing. I'm like a hundred thousand. We making that in like three weeks. Yeah. Why we give you the biggest record in the world? So I say, I say, I have to, uh, you know, politely decline. I apologize if that offend you, but we make that in like. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." So the next day, I got a call from the president of the label mm. from Universal. Avery Lippin. He called, he said, Raheem, I had the AR guy call you, you know, he's just starting out. Don't even worry about that. What are you looking for? And I told him, he said, uh, your email's the same. I said, yeah. He sent me an email. I looked at that shit. I said, oh my God. <laughs> I called him back. I said, yo, when can we out there? His stuff started out with four. Two five comma zero 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 dot. dot. I see four hundred forty five thousand. The first album. Then I, he had five albums on there. Next album said six hundred thousand. Mm. Next said seven twenty five. It went all the way up to one point one million. Mm. And, and and a week and a half after I did the deal, got them their money, got mine. I had a suffered a double aneurysm. Yeah. And and that's what took me off the uh, music scene for a year and a half. Cause I, it was in the brain, so I couldn't remember no names, nobody. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how to get to the gas station mm. on the corner of my street. So I had to go through uh, three months of uh, therapy in the hospital. I was in the hospital for three months because I couldn't. I was in intensive care. Nobody could figure out how to get me out of intensive care until my, my mother told him. You gotta let me take my son outside and breathe God's air. Because mm. he just breathes sick air down here in intensive care every day. You doctors get to go home every day. So his lungs, that's why I was going up and down. They say I'll be about to die one day, next day. I'm showing signs. So they say only you can take him out. We can't allow no nurses, nobody to be responsible in case anything happened to your son. She said, I'm be full responsible for my son. They put me in a wheelchair, strap me up, take all my little medicine stuff, and let mom walk me outside of, of Piedmont Hospital. She has to do the whole block. I see cars, because I ain't seen cars in like two months. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing cars pass by. I'm smelling the air, people blowing horns, speaking to each other. Walking, I'm looking at the grass, I'm looking at God's sky. And one week, they said he's improved so much, we're moving him out of intensive care to his own room on like the fifth floor mm. with my own bed, my own television. So they said, Dr. Raheem, what did you do? She said, I just gave him an uh, opportunity to smell God's air, breathe God's air. Right. Mm, that's and right. Said, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat no food at the hospital. Mom would make fresh fruit smoothies and bring up that. That's what I'd be waiting for her to bring up to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I have my star waiting on mama's famous smoothies. So 
Now I'm in my room. I only had to stay in that room for a, a month because I had to learn how to walk again. If you don't use your legs for two months, they like rubber. Right. As soon as you hit the floor, you're going down. Mm -hmm. So it took you take me about 30 minutes to get from the bed to the door. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. A whole little sitcom on TV came on and went off mm. from the time you getting out of bed to get to the door at the hospital in my room. So they had to get my legs back together before I can get out of the hospital. Then when I got out of there, the doctor said, uh, my mother said, anything we need, you didn't give us anything. He said, you don't need anything. Whatever whatever God did, he don't need not now prescription. Mm. That's right. On my so God, hospital. God bless your mind, your soul. Your heart and your legs, man. Cause we glad yes. to have you here, and that's part of the reason Thank why we doing this show. And who we got guests, yes. you know, to come on, man. That's part of this history, man. To give that people their mm -hmm. flowers while they here, man. Yeah, cause you man. know we're not from yes. tomorrow, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, right. Man. So, man, you know, right. much obliged, man. Much yeah, obliged, man. man. And, thank and like, God for you, man. Yeah, and like, like my partner so said, man. We we thank God for you, man. We love you over here, yeah. man. You know, the yeah, throwback right. going on, man, we ain't got nothing but love for you. Y'all got so much history with me and in Atlanta, both of you guys. So I, I was so proud to hear when you gave me a call. You First of all, it came in a text first. It said the name of y'all show, and you said we would love to have you, Raheem, on such such date. I looked and read that thing twice. I said, oh, this is my guys. I text, yes, yes, yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> That's what's up, man. And and, mm -hmm. and for all the people yeah. that are watching, for all the people that's watching, I want y'all to know how real a person Raheem is, man. And like I say, we love you, man. I'm talking about really. I'm talking about for the real. We love you. you. But let me show you how real this man is. When I hit him up, we hit him up this morning. Hey, we still on for the night. He said, yeah, send me the address. He was going to pull up on us. He was going to come to where we was at. He was going to pull up on us. Right. Man, you good from the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, <laughs> like I said, man, we, we love you. We love you. Hold yeah. on, but the story ain't over yet. It ain't over. The story ain't over yet. You I get out the hospital. You, uh -oh. you get out the hospital. You you you, uh -oh. you 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 you're feeling back a little bit yourself. You don't know what to do, but you're feeling yourself. Yeah. And then somebody yeah. come to you with this. See, I don't know what y'all been told, but I gotta keep me a big bank roll. Yes, I'm fat bag and it's sticking some bad ass So when I step out on the scene, suckers already know what's going Start talking about my This was one of the biggest songs in Atlanta. Damn, I seen damn. him perform this at Birthday Bash and had the whole oh crowd God. singing this song with him at Birthday Bash. At Phillips yep. Arena. At Phillips Arena. Yep. You got 30,000 people singing that song as loud as you could possibly sing it. I, I mean, man, it was like a dream come true. All what the a calling me. Yeah, and remember the last deal I did was Universal with Franchise Boys. Mm -hmm. So they called me again 
But I said, damn, y'all a week too late. They said, what happened? I said, Atlantic just called me. <laughs> and we just did the deal with Atlantic. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, money just been landing in your just flying in your lap, man. You yeah, just, just you kicked it out the be kicking it out the way. I had to kick it out the way. <laughs> and, and what took me out, I was just getting out the hospital and I'm learning how to walk and talk again. And Lady B is the one who called me, Barisa, who got the record label, who sung on my very first record, that Raheem the Dream. Mm -hmm. She called me. She said, Raheem, I got an artist that's in the club making noise. You got to help me. You got to help me. I said, just bring the record to me. She brought it over. It was Yola. It was that record. I said, I get your deal in about three weeks. Mm -hmm. I said, this is what we got to do with the record. Right. Get it in the club. We got to go get it to these radio stations. I got to get it to these DJs. I'm going to handle that. I'm going to tell you where to take everything to. Because remember, I'm still in the house recuperating. Right. I said, here's my list. Take this list and go deliver all that stuff to all these people. Right. And she did. Wow. Three weeks later, number one record. Number Period. one record. And, and, yep. and like he said, you had the list. You had so yep. much of a list that you yep. put it in a book. Yeah. Talk so, about the book. Man, I came out with uh, the first book was The Record Game Can Be a Dirty Game because I wanted people to know before you get in this game, it's dirty now. If you can handle a little dirt, you know you can get in it because uh, it's some shady people in it, some uh, uh, cutthroat because it's all about money. Money, getting records played, getting records sold, getting them in stores. Some stores, some distributors don't even want to carry you because you're competing with their artists. Right. You know, so, and, and, and so I wanted them to know what they're getting into first. And you still want to get in it? Come on. Come on. And once they got in it, I said, let me give you the good part of it. I got a second book called How to Get Paid from the Record Game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. That's how right. to get paid. Pass on the game, man. Yeah. Pass it off. Teach one, teach one. Yes. <laughs> I had to tell them every time your record get played on certain stations, you get a check for that. Mm -hmm. That money adds up, and they send you a check out every three months. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you get played a thousand times a week, a thousand times eight cents a week, and for three months, imagine that check. Yeah, it's, it's oh yeah, around getting a check like that. So I'm 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 teaching them that you know you get paid from publishing. You get paid from concerts, you get paid from being featured on somebody's record, and you get publishing. So a lot of people didn't know they get all them different kinds of money. Mm -hmm. Like I tell them, I've been getting checks from ASCAP since 1993. Mm. It's 2002. Wow. Yeah. They sent checks religiously. I hadn't put a record out since wow. 2002. Talk about I'm it. I'm still getting paid from them records. Royalty. Royalties. Royalties. Yeah, royalties. See, this is something don't you don't sell early. Royalties. You don't get rid of your royalties. This is something you don't, don't ever get rid of. rid of your royalties. Yeah, yeah you, don't... you keep them because people be want, be want to use your records. Like, um, uh, what's them boys' names? Migos. Mm -hmm. Remember, they use Freak No More. Don't want to mm. freak me no more. Don't want to freak me no more. No. That's my record from 1998. They came out with it in wow. 2014. Wow. So company had to send me a check and publishing money for that. I get 30% of Migos' record on that record. So wow. they take it worldwide. We eat together. We eat together. Y'all <laughs> learning the game right here. Y'all hearing it right here. That's right. Y'all yeah. hearing it right here. <laughs> what, other, 
the, but y'all the, still the, get the, that book the, too, though. Y'all get both of them books. Book. Y'all make sure y'all. Yeah. I know they still out there available to get, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm yeah. Gonna re, up, re, you know, up the book and put combine both okay. together with some new information. Mm. You know, okay. I'm, I'm working on that right now. It's cold blooded. So, okay. The other one was uh, I got a call from Kizzy Rock. Kids and Rock. Shout out to Kids and Rock. We're going to try. We're going to try. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, how you doing on that Fergie record, Rock? I say Fergie record. I ain't did no record with Fergie. He said they playing the shit out your record, man. Fergie remade your record. I said, quit playing. He said, Google it. I Google it. Mm -hmm. it. It came on. You ain't got no money. Take your pro yeah. ass on. I heard it one time. I said, that's that one time. Then I heard it again. Then I heard it again. Had my, it's a hook when it becomes four times throughout the song. Mm. Right. So okay. now you doing my hook for my record. Oh. And, it, and it's the glamorous life. So I contacted mm -hmm. the attorney. He go the funniest part of the world. Contacted the, the black attorney who was doing all my record deals. Show you how different games uh, attorneys can be. He took it. He said, oh, man, she's doing your record. I said, yeah. He drafted up a letter. He sent it to the producer, the record label, and the artist. All of them put it on the other, put the blame on the other person. <laughs> After about six months, he said, they just get me to run around the circle. You know, I don't think we're going to get anywhere with it. I said, okay, cool. Cool. My mother. They go, my mama again. Mm. He said, <laughs> he said, he said Let's call some Jew lawyers. Look at let's look at some names. She looked at Fine Morris and Finestone. Yeah. I said, whoa, she was looking at them Jew names. She said, let's call them. We had a meeting with them in one hour. He called up to New York and his friends say, Hell, I did that deal for uh Fergie them. Why don't we just make a deal? He was asking for five percent for me from that record. Mm -hmm. That man said, Let's make it six percent. Mm. My first check from Fergie was $90,000. But uh, you, then, you ain't got no money. To take your broke ass home. You said, yeah. That check was, wow. was $63,000. I said, I done made like, oh my God, about $200,000 off, off that little hook. Because mm. he put the record out in wow. 2006. When we was checking on it, it was 2012. Something oh like that. man, so yeah. I can only go back so far, right? Mm -hmm. They say contact ASCAP. Remember, we were talking about the publishing. Right. Contact ASCAP. Tell them that you wrote that song. I contact ASCAP. They did research. They said, yep. But the only problem is we can only go back two years. I said, all right, take it back two years. I don't think I was going to get a check for like 3500 The check was $41,000. Wow. <laughs> for, for, for playing it on the radio. For playing and on the radio, wild. I missed the first two four years. Right, right. That was for two. Yes. Wow. Money. I'm like, so I went and bought that uh, two seater uh, beer. I mean Mercedes that day. <laughs> 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 Got right. Hey, the game don't change just the players. The game don't change just the players. Wow, man! This hey, so y'all get that book, man. Make sure y'all get yeah. the book. The book got all the information. Yeah. I done read two of them myself. Yeah. The book got all the info. It give you the yeah. game, who you need to see, where you uh -huh. need to go. It's a blueprint. 
map yeah. for you. All you got to do is follow the blueprint. Yep. And That's I go right. on my social media so they'll be up to date with what we're coming out with. Uh, and that's like on Facebook, um, Raheem the Dream, or or you can look up um, on my um, my IG is Raheem Still Tight to Death One, Raheem Still Tight okay. to Death One, and I got I am Raheem the Dream, so I got two of those, and and then uh, you pull up Raheem the Dream on social media, you'll pull up my real name, which is Makaya Raheem. And it's full. I had to do two pay two different whole things. One got five thousand. One got like forty nine hundred or something. Right, because they know they no. love Raheem the Dream, man. When yeah. we was yeah. when we was promoting no, we the show, they was all talking yeah. about how they love Raheem. They was all naming their favorite Raheem songs, man. Please know that the, that the public you you is still our favorite. You is still our hometown hero, man. We thank you That's so right. so. So much. I say this every, I, I was supposed to say this about 15 minutes ago. This is the fastest hour <laughs> of the week. We done went over an hour. Raheem need two, we need three episodes to go with Raheem. We ain't even finished. <laughs> whatever you like. We need so, three so episodes. We ain't even finished. We we still, we, we way back. We ain't know, even right. I'm going to be here with y'all whenever you need me, whenever you want me, because What's so good? I got a whole nother episode of Tight to Death. I got four burning hot artists, and my okay. female artist is the cover of the magazine that's coming out in January. She made the cover. Oh and man! So congratulations artist. on that, man! Congratulations, that's good, on man! That. Let's get it! Congratulations, get it. man! And and we yeah. wishing you much love and much success. We 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 love you, man. It's an honor to have you. We, thank you. we thank you so much. Like 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 my uh co-host said, this show is to give you the flowers now. We want you to let thank you know you. now how we thank feel you about you. We want you to know that now. I appreciate you anytime you need me, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Keep Thank the dream you. alive. We're going to keep the dream alive, okay, baby. That's hey. right. That's right. Love, you love, love, that. man. Hey, next week, man, y'all make sure y'all been tuned in next week. We got another special guest. Special guest, I'm going to just tell you this. Can't get no lower. Can't get no lower. <laughs> Coming up next week, man. We thank y'all. We know y'all could have been doing anything else. Man, we appreciate y'all time for joining us. Everybody who's been here for the whole hour and 15 minutes, man, we thank y'all for joining us. Make sure you tune in next week. This your boy, Chuck C. Oh, yeah. This your boy, Magic Moore, the party squad. And you can find, you can catch me Instagram, Magic with a K, more 100. More heard on Facebook. So y'all get at me and my boy Chuck C plug it. Oh yeah, man. Y'all get at me on Instagram at Atlanta Rap History. Um, if you know me, then you know how to find me on Facebook. If you don't know me, then Facebook ain't for you. But if you know me, <laughs> you know how to find me on Facebook, man. Atlanta Rap History, Instagram, man. We out. We thank y'all for joining us, man. Much love till next week. We out.